Hello, beautiful souls. Before we begin, I just want to share a few freebies with you. First, if you subscribe on my website, your name and contact info will be put in a jar that I pray on every morning. The angels also have me pick a few people from that jar every week to text personalized angel messages to. That could be you. All you have to do is subscribe on my website. Also, you could win a free session with me if you write a positive review of this podcast on iTunes. After you post a glowing positive review on iTunes, just email me with your name, contact info, and review, and you'll be entered into a monthly drawing to win a free session. For details on all of this, visit my website, www.jancis.com. That's spelled J-A-N-C-I-U-S.com. You're listening to Angels and Awakening, where we believe daily life can be lived from a constant state of love, joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace. Why are people always searching for a better way to live? Because there is one. Life doesn't have to be stress-filled and anxiety-ridden. You can make lasting changes that lead to a life you love. My name's Julie Jancis. I have the gift of connecting with angels and bringing through their healing, positive messages to my clients every day. Join us on the Angels and Awakening podcast each week as we explore big spiritual questions, interview experts, and bring through angel messages. I'm so excited you're here. Hi friends, welcome back to the second episode of Angels and Awakening. Just a reminder, episodes one and two are from the same conversation, but split into two parts. Episode one was my backstory. You got to know more about me and how I realized that I had spiritual gifts when I started hearing from my dad before I ever knew he had passed away and was on the other side. In episode one, we also talked about energy and how energy works. I'm so excited about today's episode because this is the episode you need to be able to see your life differently. Friends, this episode is a collection of what the angels have shown me throughout all of my sessions. This is a collection of the guidance I've received from my angels, the guidance that I've brought through for my clients from their angels. And when I write my first book, which I know is manifesting right now, What I'm sharing with you today on this podcast will be the first few chapters of that book. Okay, let's jump in. Let's start with you. Have you ever stopped to think about what you are? Well, first and foremost, you are a soul. But what is a soul? What is your soul? The angels show me two things about the soul. First, the soul is energy. It has a vibration. Second, the soul has consciousness. Consciousness is another word for thought. We talked about this in episode one, but I want to break it down for you further and string together all of the missing pieces so that you have a more clear understanding here. You'll often hear me use the phrase high vibration. Friends, when I use this term, I'm not talking about smoking marijuana. I'm not talking about getting high, okay? (laughs) I'm talking about accessing the vibration of your soul. Your soul stems from love, joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace. On the other side, there is no egoic mind. There are no low vibrations. On the other side, there are only high vibrations with God being the highest vibration that is. The angels give me a metaphor for how our souls are connected to God. 
Think about it this way. First, imagine all of the water here on earth, all of the oceans, the lakes, the rivers. That is the metaphor for God. Now imagine taking all of that water and breaking all of it up into individual droplets, every last piece of it. How many droplets would there be? Infinite, right? Well, the angels say that the droplets are our souls, but collectively, all together, we're always one with the bigger ocean, which is God, and with all of the other droplets, which are all living things. What does this mean? It means that as a human being, you look at yourself as separate from everything else. You believe that you are separate from your family members. You are separate from your colleagues at work. You are separate from your friends. You're separate from your pets. You see you as you and them as them. But that's not the way it is. At the most finite level, everything is connected and everything is one. And that place where everything is still one with God, that is the highest vibration that is. Your soul is of the highest vibration that is because it is a piece of God. You are one with the whole. You are one with all that is. And because that is who you are, the vibration of your soul is always with you, even while you're here on earth. You just have to learn how to feel and access it again. To really grasp this, go deeper. You have to realize you are not your body. You are a soul. And because your soul is ultimately who and what you truly are, the high vibration of your soul, it can never leave you. It can never be taken away from you. It is you and you are it. Now, people have all sorts of names for this high vibration, but really it's all the same thing. It's the highest vibration that is. It is God energy. Some people call this high vibration a blissed out state, the now, presence, or even heaven on earth. And I believe this is what people are referring to when they talk about Zen or enlightenment. I guess we'll find out for sure in future episodes as we interview people who are far more expert than I am on this podcast. Here's what your angels want you to know today. The body holds vibrations of stress, anxiety, frustration, worry, so on and so on and so on. You don't have to live your life constantly in those vibrations anymore. You can live your daily life from the vibration of your soul. And it is so yummy to do so that I don't even have the words to describe it. This is part of the process of spiritual awakening, and it's a process for most people. This is a process I started a long time ago, but really, I came into it more deeply four years ago. And friends, I'm never going to present myself as holier than thou to you. I want you to see my shortcomings and my downfalls throughout this podcast, because what your angels show me is that the more I share stories with you where I messed up and where I got it wrong, the more I show the egoic thoughts that I have now or I had in the past with you, the more quickly you will grow and you'll be able to make changes in your own life. So if you see me making a fool of myself on this podcast at times, that's why I'm your guinea pig. So when I talk about living in the vibration of your soul, I want you to understand that it can take time to achieve this state of being. It doesn't have to. Some people come into this instantaneously, but that's rare. 
So I want you to know that I don't live in the state of being high vibration 24-7. Actually, at first, I could only hold the state of being for 10 minutes. Then I worked my way to an hour. When I held this state of being for three hours the first time, I called my friend to tell her how excited I was to accomplish this. Today, I can hold that state of high vibration for about eight hours each day, and I know that that will continue to lengthen as well. What the angels show me is that this new way of living is something that everyone will come into. This state of being is pure peace, pure love. Remember, it's God energy. And when we live from God energy, we can't hurt ourselves. We can't do mean things to one another. We can't harm the earth. If we all look at this as our work in life, to live from the vibration of the soul, from pure love and pure peace, and to control our egoic thoughts and live more from the intuitive thought system, well, when we all learn to do this for ourselves, the world will come into a place of peace on earth. And that's what we're all working towards. Peace on earth. Now, I want to give you a little warning here. There was one spiritual teacher that I worked with, and we both believed in what I just said, but she believed that people should learn how to hold this vibration 24-7, no matter what. This woman told me that she could not hold the vibration around her family, so she said she left her family to be reclusive, and she actually encouraged other people to do so as well. Now, that's so not true, and it's so damaging to people. And I'm telling you this story so that no one corrupts you into believing this. Because how are we supposed to come into a place of peace on earth if we all just go leaving our families? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. What the angels show me is that the work you and I are doing right now, it's about learning how to live in this vibration while going about our daily lives. In episode one, when I said humanity got meditation wrong, this is what I meant. What the angels show me is that you don't have to be seated in lotus position with your eyes closed to be in a meditative state. And I'm using the terms meditative state and high vibration interchangeably. I go about my daily activities in a meditative state with my eyes open, working, doing the dishes, doing the laundry, spending time with my daughter. Okay, Being a parent is probably the biggest place where I start to lose hold of that vibration, but I'm working on it, friends. And again, I don't believe you have to leave your family. I believe the way to it is through it. But you get what I'm trying to say here. When I talk about holding the vibration, I mean holding the vibration while you're living and going about your day. Meditation is a wonderful tool to use when you're learning to feel high vibration for the first time. It's a great tool to go deeper into your practice. It's also a great tool for what I call down days. We all have days where we're feeling more sad than normal. On those days, meditation can help you go into the feelings to feel them and release them. Sometimes it can be a useful tool to shift your energy. So I don't want you to think that I'm knocking meditation in any way. It's incredibly useful and I personally use meditation every day. But again, seated meditation itself is not the goal. Seated meditation is a tool. The goal is to live in a meditative state while functioning in your daily life. If you want to try the meditation that I first used to get into high vibration, go to episode three. The entire episode is the meditation. 
I did this on purpose so that you could come back to it at any time and not have to search through an hour-long episode to find it. Also, I want to explore different meditations with you on this podcast throughout the year. So each month, I hope to put up a new meditation led by a different meditation teacher. I'm going to separate the meditation from my interviews with the teachers so that you can easily find those meditations and access them too. So I hope that's helpful to you. Well, we've covered a lot of ground in a short period of time. I'm hoping that this is all making sense. Please, if there's ever something that's not making sense, email me and I'll clarify by answering your questions in a future podcast episode. We started out by talking about your soul. I told you the soul is energy and it has thought. We already talked about the energy vibration piece. The other part of your soul is consciousness. Here's what your angels need you to know about this. You are not your thoughts. We talked about this in episode one, but I want to give you the full details here. Again, most human beings just go around believing that they think. They don't understand that they think from two different thought systems. Look at it this way. When someone's going through a rough time in their life, why do we tell them to listen to their heart, to listen to their soul, to listen to their gut? If we only had one thought system, we just go tell them to think for a while, but we don't do that. We tell people to listen to their heart, gut, and intuition because it's a different thought system than the one that we're used to using all day long, the one that chats away at us all day long. We say that because deep down, we know there are two thought systems within us. I believe I read that scientists have found where these two thought systems reside within the brain. And I'd love to interview scientists or experts in this arena on this podcast so that we can learn more about this later on. So please email me if you know someone I should talk to. Even though these two thought systems reside within the brain, the energy for these two thought systems is in different parts of the body. First, you have the egoic mind. The energy for this thought system is in your head. Again, these are the thoughts that you have all day long It's like a constant conversation inside your head. It might go something like this. Today I have to go drop my daughter off at school, then I gotta go get my allergy shot, then I gotta go to the grocery store. And when I'm at the grocery store, I can't forget to pick up salad again. Ugh, but when I'm there, what if I run into Sally? Ugh, I always hate seeing her there. I don't wanna see her there today. She's always telling me that I should wear bright colors and stop wearing black so much. Who does she think she is, the fashion police? It drives me absolutely crazy. And I can never think of a response in the moment. Whenever anyone says anything to me that I don't like, I just freeze up and I can't say anything. But then what I should have said always comes to me days later after the conversation. Why does this always happen to me? Why can't I just be quick enough to respond in the moment? Okay, so friends, I'm not obviously saying this out loud. This is an example of what your thoughts sound like inside your mind. You see how these thoughts just spiraled from one to the next? You started out thinking about what you had to accomplish that day, and you ended up thinking about the woman you can't stand to see. And how many times in there did you just beat yourself up? We do this to ourselves all day long. How are you supposed to feel good about yourself when inside your head, you're beating yourself up all day long? The truth is, you can't. Your head is like a train station with trains of thought that never cease. Everyone on earth has this. This is what I call the egoic mind. 
But the egoic mind doesn't have to be bad. We don't have to label it. The truth is that the egoic mind is only bad when we let it control us. Like I said before, if we can train ourselves to use the egoic mind as a tool, then it becomes this wonderful thing that we can use to create. On the other side, our souls don't have egoic thought. Don't get me wrong, your soul thinks on the other side, but you think from the intuition, not the egoic mind. So what is the intuitive thought system? Well, the energy of the intuition is in your heart and gut. It's not loud and constantly bombarding you like the egoic mind. Instead, the intuition is quiet, it's soft, and it whispers to you. It is both the voice of your soul and it's also a direct connection to your spirit team on the other side. It is the tool your angels, guides, and loved ones use to communicate with you every day. It's how they talk to you. Friends, you need to know that every soul that chooses to come here to earth has a team, a board, or committee per se on the other side that will help guide them, direct them, protect them in their journey here on earth. They call it your spirit team. You, yes, you have a spirit team. Everyone does. It's made up of God energy, angels, guides, and loved ones on the other side. My gift is connecting with your spirit team and bringing through their messages for you. But the truth of the matter is that you don't need me or anyone else to connect with your loved ones and angels. You can learn to do this for yourself. This is how it works. When mediums, intuitives, angel readers, etc., when we connect with the other side and hear spirit, it doesn't sound like someone else's voice. It's not like we have a radio antenna attached to the top of our heads. And when your grandpa wants to come through, it sounds like him paging you and talking over the overhead speakers at the grocery store saying, uh, attention, Julie, I want to speak with my granddaughter now. Can you bring these messages through to her? It doesn't sound like that. When spirit wants to come through to anyone, they use the person's intuition. Look at it this way. What are your thoughts? What do they sound like? The thoughts you hear every day sound like your own internal dialogue. That's your thoughts. Now here's where you need to learn the difference between your egoic thoughts and your intuitive thoughts. When you hear your internal dialogue coming from your egoic mind, the thoughts are more pushy. They're loud, aggressive, and sometimes even mean. We can be mean to ourselves. But when you hear your internal dialogue that comes from your intuitive mind, it's softer. It's more of a whisper. It doesn't push you. It's just there reminding you, allowing you to take the information they're gifting you or not. Now, when spirit comes through, it sounds like your own internal dialogue from your intuition, those soft whispers. And you can learn to play with this and develop this for yourself. And when you do, you'll learn how to bring through your messages for yourself. Let's talk about spiritual gifts and how they're all different. When people come to me, they think my gifts are like what they've seen on TV. Now, I haven't had cable since 2012. That's not to say that I don't watch TV. I do watch whatever's on Netflix. But I don't know all of the new medium shows that are out there. Back in the day when it first started, I did watch The Long Island Medium. Today, people think that everyone who connects with the other side has the same spiritual gift, and they expect that gift to work in the exact same way as what they've seen on TV. It doesn't. Everyone is born with a spiritual gift, but everyone's gift works differently. Some people are mediums. 
They bring through very specific information about the person's life when they were here. Mediums help bring your faith in the other side up to 100% and help you bring peace and closure to that person's passing and to your own heart and mind. Some people are medical mediums. Medical mediums have the gift of knowing what's wrong with your body and what your body needs to restore itself to full health. Some people are psychic. The majority of information they receive from the other side is about your future. All of those are not my gifts. My gift is connecting with your spirit team for your emotional well-being. When I work with you, I'm feeling and hearing your angels, guides, and loved ones on the other side. They come through with information about where you're at in your life right now and where you have emotional pain from past experiences that's interfering and blocking you from growing more. I deliver their messages to help you clear emotional blockages that are keeping you from your confidence, from your path, and from your work here. Most times, my clients will say, I was just thinking that, or we were just talking about that in the car ride over. Angels and loved ones work through me to help you remove emotional pain energy so that you feel lighter, more clear, and like you're back on your path. Now, I don't see any negative or low vibrational energy, so I can't tell you anything bad. All I can do is connect with your spirit team and bring through the positive messages they have to share with you. And I think you'll see in the sessions that I share on this podcast how healing those messages can be. A lot of people ask me, what are the craziest messages that you've brought through? One of my favorites was actually the second angel message that I ever brought through. It was for a family member. Spirit knew my family would be skeptical, so they decided to give some big validation for both of us. Well, this family member put me on the spot while I was leaving her house and said, okay, what does my spirit team have to say to me? So I tapped in and saw her dad. Her dad said, tell her the Cubs are going to win the World Series, but it will come down to a lesson in faith for Chicagoland. Okay, friends. Now this was fall 2016 three or four series out from the Cubs actually winning. And if any of you followed that series, you know that statement is dead on because it did end up coming down to a lesson in faith for Chicagoland. But at the time, my egoic mind was constantly getting in the way. I thought, oh my word, Julie, there is no way the Cubs are ever going to win the World Series. What did you just let come out of your mouth? Now no one is ever going to believe what's really happening to you. You might as well just quit this angel message stuff right now. Little did I know this message was meant to be validation for me as well. I don't watch sports, but I kept an eye on the Cubs that year. In the World Series and the series before the World Series that year, the Cubs were behind and you could feel Chicagoland losing faith. Well, the Cubs pulled both of those wins out of nowhere in the final moments of the final games. Spirit even stepped in in the last game, I believe it was, with a huge rain delay. And that rain delay shifted the energy. It gave everyone the hope and faith they needed. And that's when the Cubs turned it around. What I loved so much about that message is not just that the Cubs won, which was amazing. It's the twist Spirit put on it. They said it would come down to a lesson in faith for Chicagoland. And that's exactly what happened. Spirit often puts these subtle, validating twists in the messages so that you know in your heart that it's them. Sometimes people ask me if spirit comes through in public. The answer to that is yes. I was at Subway the first time that happened. 
I was actually directing a young man on the ingredients I wanted in my sandwich, and his dad wouldn't leave me alone. So I asked him if his dad had passed. He said yes. And I told him his dad says he's on the other side, he's in heaven, he's okay, and that he's proud of him. Sometimes spirit has a ton to say, so I'll ask the person if they'd like to come in for a free session later on so that we can talk more in detail. The first time that happened, I was at a TJ Maxx. I was holding too much stuff and the woman at the number station kindly asked if she could help me carry my items back to a fitting room. As we were walking back together, her mom and dad started coming through. When I say they're coming through, I mean I can feel their energy presence and hear the thoughts that they're trying to communicate through me. They give me a feeling, a nudge to share their presence with the person. So I told this woman that her mom and dad were coming through, but knew that she had a long day of work and would not make it through if we brought through all of the messages her parents wanted to share. So instead, I gave her a gift card and asked her to come for a free session later on. These types of things happen all the time. Another one of my favorite stories just happened in fall 2018. My daughter was getting into American Girl doll stuff, which is incredibly expensive for something she'll probably only use for a year. So I ended up finding a woman who was selling her entire collection on the local Facebook Mommies group. It was a half an hour drive from my house, which is longer than I normally go. But for my daughter, anything, right? So I was getting ready to go pick up this American Girl doll stuff and Spirit said, Take more money because she has more stuff than she listed and take two gift cards. One is for her and one is for her friend. Now, I always do what Spirit says. So I drive over, get out of the car, knock on the door. This woman answers and lo and behold, she has all of these extra American Girl doll toys that she didn't post on Facebook, just like Spirit said. So I started telling her about what I do and how Spirit asked me to bring these gift cards for her and her friend. The woman stops me and says, You're not Julie from Wheaton, are you? Ah, say what now? Friends, I was so shocked, my mouth was on the floor. So I tell her, ah, yes, yes I am. She goes, I've got your business card in my pocket. She proceeds to reach down into her pocket and pull out my business card to show me. She says, my friend and I were actually going to come see you together next week. My friend called last week and left a message. Then you called her back and we were just about to call you. She said, my friend is in the basement right now. Do you want to come meet her? Both of our mouths dropped. So of course I went downstairs to meet her friend and she starts laughing. She says, I didn't know that you make house calls. That's what I love about Spirit's messages. There's always a twist on the message that is so validating. In this message, it was that Spirit said to bring two gift cards, one for her and one for her friend. And then her friend was there out of all of the houses in a 30 mile radius from my house. And that's the one that I end up with. And she's got my business card. Her friend is there. When things like this happen, I used to say, oh, that's so crazy. But I've learned it's not crazy. It's just spirit. This is how they work. This is how spirit communicates with us and validates for us. Sometimes it's subtle. Sometimes it's something that you've been thinking about a lot. But these messages, no matter how big or how small, they validate for us and they create great energetic shifts in our lives. I'm looking over my notes and the questions and answers I wanted to go over today. And a lot of people want to know if everyone has a spiritual gift and how you find out what yours is. First off, yes, everyone does have a spiritual gift. But like we talked about before, everyone's gift is different. Some people can see aura colors. Some people can speak in tongue. 
We see some children who have extraordinary talents at a young age, like painting or playing the piano, and maybe they're proficient at age five. We see these kids as savants, but it's really their gift. Also, everyone has free will and the choice to develop their spiritual gift or not. Now, if you want to learn what your spiritual gift is, you have to be fully open to it. You can't just say, oh, I'm open to it, but really feel scared in your heart. You have to be all in. Now, if you have the gift of communicating with the other side in some way, you'll end up hearing from them in one of four ways. Spirit can communicate through our thoughts. And like we talked about before, you might hear thoughts, but those thoughts aren't you. It's really them. Remember, any thoughts that spirit gives you are going to be positive thoughts, nothing negative. Spirit would never tell you to hurt yourself or someone else. They're always positive. Another way spirit communicates is through mini daydreams or pictures. Sometimes it looks like a mini movie reel in your head, but what's really happening is they're showing you something. Another way spirit communicates is through knowingness. You just have a knowingness in your body. A lot of times when this happens, spirit will just open your mouth and you'll be talking, but your mind isn't even registering it yet or processing it yet. What's happening there is spirit is talking through you. Other times, you'll feel actual sensations in your body. A lot of times, when clients have bad anxiety issues, as soon as they step through my door, my heart starts racing and pounding like it's beating out of my chest. And I know that's not me because my body doesn't typically act that way. That's spirit communicating the anxiety issue and saying that there's something they need to talk about with the person. Okay, moving on to the next topic here. The question is, what do you mean when you say emotional clearing? So remember when I told you that my spiritual gift is different and that spirit works through me to help you remove emotional pain and baggage in your energy field? Here's what I mean by that. First, let's start with your energy field. The angels say that if there were a metaphor for what your soul looks like to them, it would be this. Imagine the sun. Huge, vibrant, radiant, with rays of light that stream millions of miles all the way to warm us here on Earth, right? Well, imagine that you take the sun and make it pure white light because white is the highest color vibration that is. Then shrink the sun down to the size of a cantaloupe or a grapefruit. Now put it in the middle of your body, a little below your heart. This is what the soul looks like to spirit. Now, the soul is energy that vibrates, and it has energy that comes off of it, just like the sun's rays stream off of it and create a field of energy around the sun. In that same way, these rays of light energy beam out from your soul in every direction, creating energy around your body that people have termed the auric field. So you have the auric field, your body, your two thought systems, and your soul all different parts with different functions. I'm going to explain what happens in your auric field, but first you have to know this. We know two things about God from the Bible, right? God is a creator. God created everything, but God is also being. We know this from the story in the Bible when man goes to God and asks, what is your name? God says, I am. So we know that God creates and God just is. God lives in beingness. Those are two ways that we were made in the likeness and image of God because we too are creators and beings. 
So back to the function of your auric field. The auric field sorts out all of the different options of what you have to create and co-create and manifest in your life. All of these different options lie in your auric field. And as you manifest them into being, they move from the outer edges of your auric field closer and closer and closer into your body until there they are in your body. Your body is physical and that is where the things you create in your life come into being. So they move from your auric field into your body and then show up in your life. Now, some things are easier to manifest than others, but why is that so? It's because as we go through experiences in our lives, they either help or hurt our creation process. So when a child grows up in a home, when their parents are constantly criticizing them, critiquing them, shaming them, telling them they're not good enough, they're stupid, how could you do that? When they grow up around all of that negativity, all of their lives, that energy gets stored in their auric field as well. Now, when that child goes to create a bright, beautiful future for themselves, they're constantly going to run up against this blockage of hearing their parents' voices inside their head. Most of this is at a very subliminal level. This child might grow up to be really ambitious, working really hard to prove themselves. But deep down on the inside, they're blocking their own success because they still have this energy of their parents or what someone said to them or what they went through in the past. They still have all of this junk in their auric field and it's blocking them from where they want to be. When I use the term emotional clearing, that's what I'm talking about. In my sessions, the angels and spirit work through me to help you clear that junk out so that you can more clearly see yourself and your path. And the angels help you remove that stuff that's not serving you. Another question people ask is, how did you end up reconciling your religious beliefs with your spiritual gifts? That's a great question. I've always been a very stubborn, strong-willed person, and I don't like to take anyone's word for it. I don't like it when other people or other systems try to think for me or tell me what I should believe because that's the way that they say that it is. I want to experience things for myself. I want to know with every ounce of my being that something is true and real. So that's what I do. And that's what I want you to do for yourself too. Don't take my word for it. Do the meditation in episode three and feel what high vibration feels like for yourself. Feel the immense amount of love, joy, peace, bliss, ease, and grace that surround you when you do that meditation. If developing your spiritual gifts is too scary for you, that's okay. You don't have to. But if it's something that calls to you, if it's a longing that you feel in your heart, then do it. Experience it for yourself. It doesn't mean that you have to do this work for a living. You can develop your spiritual gifts just for you to use in your own life. So back to the question, how did I reconcile my religious beliefs with my spiritual gifts? Well, I threw out all of the dogma. For thousands of years, humans have been taking what spiritual people and spiritual texts have said and making it all about the words. But here's the deal, folks. It's not about the words. None of it is about the words. It's about living your human life from your soul self, not for just 10 minutes or an hour each day in meditation, but living your day and attending to your responsibilities throughout the day while being in a meditative, high vibrational state. All of this is about living from your soul and not your body. 
And in order for you to do that, you have to stop thinking as much and learn how to feel again. If you're saying to yourself, I know how to feel, I feel, uh, I challenge you on that. Most people realize at some point in their lives that it's too painful to feel. So they either turn off their feelings or learn to sweep them under the rug. This is more of a subconscious thing and we need an entire episode to really dive into this. But while we're on the topic of words, you need to know one more thing about this podcast. I will use the words God, universe, and source interchangeably. Now let's talk about this for a second because some people don't like this. People have all sorts of names for God and they have really, really strong feelings about it. So which name is the right one? Well, you're not going to like this, but there is no right one. Again, we know from the Bible that when man went to God and asked, what is your name? God said, I am. God didn't say God. We gave that name to him, her along the way. You heard me right. I said him, her. I don't see God as having one sex or another. That might not sit well with you. And I'm okay with that because I'm not here to tell you what you want to hear. I'm here to share the info that I'm given because that's all I can do. What the angels show me is that while we humans sit here on earth fighting about words, fighting about the name of God, it doesn't change the way things are on the other side. The fact of the matter is this, the terms God, universe, source, I am, etc., they all fit. You can use anyone you want because it's all referring to the same thing, which is all that is. So let's stop debating and let people use whatever term resonates most for them. Here's what you can do. When you hear people use other terms like God, universe, source, whatever you don't like, don't get upset. Don't try to fight it. Instead, just replace that word in your mind with whatever word you like to use the most. That's all. Same goes for the word heaven. I use the words heaven and other side interchangeably. Mostly because when people say heaven, they think of one dimension, a realm or plane like earth. But it's not like that there. There are many realms and worlds all within one. So when I use these different terms, if you don't like them, just replace my words with whatever term resonates most for you and then move on. Because folks, we're all talking about the same thing. And spirit needs us to move past the debate of terminology so that we can all grow by seeing the bigger picture, which is how to take what we know, apply it to our lives, and start living it in a more beautiful, loving, peace-filled way. Next question. Sometimes people ask, what happens to those who do bad things here on earth? How are they punished? Well, in all of my sessions, all of my time with clients, I've never seen a bad place on the other side, if that's what you're referring to. The angels do talk about karma. A lot of times in my sessions, when my clients have loved ones on the other side that hurt them during their life here, their loved one on the other side will show me how they've gone through a life review and how they're so sorry for the hurt and pain they caused on earth. And people are so funny. We think of a life review as us in heaven watching our lives on a big screen, as if we were in a movie theater. But it's not like that at all. Spirit says, what would be the point? We already lived it like that already. No, when we go through a life review, we have to live out the experiences again in a physical body. But we're not in our bodies. We're in the bodies of the people we hurt. 
And we have to go through every experience where we caused pain and we have to feel that pain for ourselves. We experience ourselves and our actions from the body and the mind of the other person. We feel for ourselves the way we hurt them. We experience the deep, deep pain it caused them because it causes us to feel the exact same pain that they felt when it happened. That is how we work off our karma on the other side. So it doesn't pay for us to hurt others, to lie, or to cause negativity in the world because we're going to have to pay for it sometime. If not here, then on the other side. Next question. Some people ask me about the services I offer. I started the company Chicago Energy Healing. We have two offices, one in Naperville and one in Wheaton, Illinois, but we do a lot of work in DuPage County as well. I offer one-on-one sessions. Sometimes those sessions are in person. Sometimes they're over the phone or FaceTime. I feel so blessed to work with clients around the country, and they tell you it doesn't matter if you come in person or over the phone, you receive the exact same experience and benefits either way. I also run some small groups, classes, workshops, and parties. People have parties in their homes or businesses, a lot of boutiques, and they'll have me come and give angel messages to their guests. Those are always a blast. I also teach Reiki and Chios energy healing classes and certified people in those healing modalities. And now I'm producing this podcast and hope to put out a new episode every week. I am so looking forward to interviewing experts on angels, consciousness, spiritual gifts, and spiritual topics in general on this podcast. I'm also looking forward to growing with you and getting to know you. I'd love for you to participate in this podcast, and there are so many ways that you can do that. If you want to record a session with me that might just air on this podcast, email me. Also, right now I'm researching spiritual experts and experts within this community to interview on the podcast. So if you know someone I should talk to, please email me with that info too. I also want to share your stories about angels, your loved ones, how they've come through to you, the stories of miracles and spiritual gifts that you've experienced in your life. If you have an amazing story that you'd like to share, please email me. If you'd like to book a session, you can do that on my website, www.jancis.com. That's spelled J-A-N-C-I-U-S.com. And don't worry if you don't want your session recorded for this podcast, that's okay. We don't have to do that. The website shows you how to book a private session or podcast session. Please email me if you have any questions or need help booking. Friends, I truly thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening, for being here and spending your time with me. I take the privilege of connecting with the other side very seriously. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And thank you for allowing me to share this gift with you. I'm excited for you to experience the meditation in episode three. Please reach out and let me know how that goes for you. Until next time. Peace, bliss, and many blessings to you, dear friends. My dear friends, you don't know what an incredible, huge, huge, huge blessing it is to this podcast when you write a glowing, positive review for us. It truly helps us get the best experts on the show. 
I know this might sound a little complex, but if you send me an email after you post a glowing positive review here, I will put your name into a monthly drawing to win a free 30-minute angel message session with me. And it may just be broadcast on this show at a later date. Your name will be kept in the drawing every month until you win. When you email me, don't forget to include your name, contact information, and positive review. I hope you win. Tune in for a new episode next week where I'll share tools and guidance that can help you fall in love with your life and start living it from a place of peace, bliss, and ease. Thank you so much for listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast. Until next time, know in your heart just how deeply you're loved on the other side and open up your heart to all of the random, unexpected blessings that your angels and your spirit team are trying to bring into your life right now. Disclaimer, this podcast provides general information and discussion about energy healing, spiritual topics, and related subjects. The conversations and other content provided in this podcast and in any linked materials are not intended and should not be construed as medical, psychological, and or professional advice. If the listener or any other person has a medical concern, he or she should consult with an appropriately licensed physician or other healthcare professional. Never make any medical or health-related decision based in whole or even in part on anything contained in the Angels and Awakening podcast or in any of our linked materials. You should not rely on any information contained in this podcast and related materials in making medical, health-related, or other decisions. You should consult a licensed physician or appropriately credentialed healthcare worker in your community in all matters relating to your health. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. Again, angel messages, energy healing, and the information you receive here does not constitute legal, psychological, medical, business, relationship, or financial advice. Do not take any of the advice given in any Angels and Awakening podcasts or sessions in lieu of medical, psychological, legal, financial, or general professional advice. Please note, Angels and Awakening is a podcast produced by Chicago Energy Healing, a company with locations in Wheaton and Naperville, Illinois.